Hello and welcome to the Jack Halford Podcast. This is episode 24, part 2, with Amira Dalwood, an artist based in Leicester. Jack is impeccably dressed today. Just saying. Well, the shoes are a bit scuffy. Yeah. I was going to wear docks, but then I was like, eh, yeah, too much. I don't really like docks, you know. I have some, but I just find I need comfy yeah, shoes. I'm a Skechers girl, but I switched to New Balances. Yeah. Ranny. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Go I love for. running shoes. They're so comfy. Yeah, yeah. They're lightweight. Yeah. I've got some proper running shoes, and I like wearing them. Yeah, they're comfortable. Yeah. Like, I'll always go for comfort. Comfort is king. Comfort is king. And I never want to be uncomfortable like, when I'm not. This coat didn't, like... If I wear too many layers underneath it, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, you can't move your arms and stuff. But so I started wearing thermals. Yeah. Instead, because they're a thin layer, and then you can wear anything you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my top tip: if you want to look, you know, top tip in winter. Yeah. Get some good quality merino wool thermal yeah, layers, yeah. bottoms yeah. and tops. Yeah. Then you can wear whatever you want. Whatever you want. Don't get cold. Yeah, that is true. Actually, I mm-hmm. might, I might start wearing mine in the studio tomorrow. Layering. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know why I never thought of doing that. They've just been in my cupboard for ages. I'm like a fashionista. I know. I think you're a fashion icon. I am. I think you are. Who's your fashion icon? Who is my fashion icon? Maybe. I don't know. You know, because I feel like not Jack. No. Jack is not my fashion icon. Um. No, you do dress very well. You do. But I feel like when it comes to style, I've learned to realise that you don't have to have, like, one style. Like, one day, I kind of want to dress a little bit more, like, wear cargos, wear trainers, that kind of thing. And then another day, I kind of want to dress a bit more, like, bohemian. And, like, have you seen my granny jumper? The red one? Mm. And my granny jumper, people, and my little hair wraps, and uh, you know, and I feel like for ages I stopped myself from buying things. So I was like, no, that's not my style, even though it's stuff that I like. So now I just buy whatever I want. I like this. Now um, I see, I see this as well as letting go of the ego a little bit. Yeah, yeah. As well, yeah. Because you, then you're not so much like. This is me. Yeah, yeah. This is who I am. No, mm. I, no I don't think anyone's yeah. necessarily just one yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I think we're a multitude of things. Yeah. And I think clothes are a good way of expressing that. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's lots of people who, like, fashion is not important to them. That's absolutely fine. But, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it's amazingly important to me either. But I do want to dress, like, I won't just throw anything on sometimes. Sometimes I will. I always. But I feel like that applies to painting as well. Yeah. I feel like that is just something you have to learn through every facet of your life. Like, you don't have to stick to... don't have so much control over who you think you should be. I don't like a big constraint. Yeah, yeah. Feeling all tight. Because like... it's just self-constraint. Yeah. Like, you doesn't, you're the only one putting it on yourself. No one else out there cares that much whether you have an aesthetic. I think. No one. No one. Let's go and out with someone, and they like. like well, they only like you things. because you've got a certain type of aesthetic. Like, but then like you shouldn't be things. with them. Then I don't want to be with someone. That's like yeah, that. you shouldn't be with someone who cares if you change your hair, or your style. Uh, 
But yeah, yeah like I've, I'm learning that with my art as well. Like that's what we spoke about last time when I was saying I need to do, go back to digital stuff. There's loads of stuff I've forgotten mm. because I kept boxing myself into one thing. And then I feel like you get comfortable going towards the same thing all the time. Like you get in the studio and you're like, okay, I'm using acrylics or I'm using oils. And you just forget about all the other stuff that you could be doing, you know? You're creative. You're not like one medium. True, true. And that's the same with like clothes as well. That's something I like. I used to be all monochrome. Like if it wasn't like muted colours, like if it wasn't beige, grey, white or black, I wouldn't buy it. Mm. Even if I really liked it. Mm. And I've learned to not be like that now. I I like tonal, I like monochrome. Yeah, I but find it easier. I normally break it up with some like yeah. one thing. Yeah. Because it else it, it looks a bit Yeah. Plain and boring. Like I I'm I'm not someone who has patterns or anything too much. Like I like going in my wardrobe and it's just easy. Like I'm not I, I wouldn't say I'm a stylish person. Mm. I need to go in my wardrobe and just have things that work together consistently. Like good pieces. Um I'm getting rid of loads of stuff at the minute. I'm yeah. Revamp it all. Yeah. I like buying stuff from the charity shops. Oh, I love the charity shops, man. It's like the only place I buy clothes now. Yeah. Because of the... Yeah, it's too much to buy stuff new. Yeah. A lot of the time. And I just feel like with charity shop stuff, there's just so many pros... Like, okay, the environment's one of fast fashion, obviously, and that kind of thing. And there's an excess of clothes. Because mm. um, I know there was this whole talk of like, oh, if you buy stuff from the charity shop, other people who really need to buy stuff from there can't get it. But it was, mm. yeah, that was like a whole thing. But it's like this, do you know how many clothes there are out there? Loads. So many. So many. Who's saying that? I don't know. I feel like that was something I was Big hearing. clothing companies, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, well, I was shy. I know. Like, there's so much out there. Um, and then you get really good quality things. But it's not even just charity shops. It's, you know, Depop, Vinted, eBay. Uh, I don't go on Depop. I think that's the like... Depop's gone quite expensive now. I think that's a... So, like, posh... Like a fancy one. Posh girls. Posh girls. Yeah, or horsey women. Like, horsey girls. That's true. Um, I pretend not to be. But it's a good way of like, like that's a whole, secondhand clothing has become a whole, you know, it's people's whole job. I mean, that's like, which I think is, that's like one of my hustles. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, and that's something that anybody can do, regardless of what your job is. Upload all your things on there, make a bit of extra, extra dosh. Sell it to me cheap so I can resell it for more, that's what I would say. You could start a service where people give you their clothes mm-hmm. and they take a bit of the cut, but you take most of it because you're selling it a lot. Mm, stupid idea. No, it isn't. It is. Because some people can't be asked to like do all the uploading and all that kind of stuff, but they want the, they to make a bit of money back. They will be lazy, poverty-ridden people. You know those people who just want to... Who have no ambition in life. Like to do anything at all. But what if they're really busy? They're not busy, they're lazy. What if they have 12 kids? Well, then maybe they should stop having children then. But they've had them. Why have they got 12 children? I don't know, it's just a number I pulled out of my head. Mm. My grandma's one of 14. I'd like loads of kids, I think that'd be great. How many? 
in the double digits. At least two. Um, at least two. Yeah, I think if maybe. I had them, they would have to have... I wouldn't have it. Maybe three. I would not have a single child. I'm going to have a couple of kids. I feel like four's cool. Uh, yeah. I'd wait a few years and then have the next two. Yeah. I really want twins, you know. I don't know why. Why are you gonna have to go and get them then, aren't you? Yeah, I have to go. I'm just going to the How shop. How do you get them? I don't know. CRISPR. CRISPR. What's that? It's like a maybe F DNA. Oh. Where you can pick, can you actually you can pick? pick like what things you want, like eye color and oh my god, hair color and shit. Yeah. Bloody hell. I think they can do that now. That's kind of scary. Test two babies. That's kind of scary, no? Yeah, it is. I mean, I can see that. But then are you saying you wouldn't love your child as much if they didn't have those things? They weren't ugly, yeah. If they didn't if have... If they were ugly, I wouldn't like them as much, yeah. <laughs> if they were ugly? Uh, what I'd you definitely do encourage them to get into a profession where looks don't matter. So what kind of professions are? What kind of professions are? Art. Art, yeah. Don't matter what you look like. I don't know, man. It does now. You've got to be all up on Instagram and that. It's I mean, not just the painting anymore. I think that I keep thinking it's important and actually it's not important at all. And the most important thing is making stuff. Yeah, that is the most just important thing. Just make stuff and yeah. like record yourself making it. But yeah, like yeah. do a post every week. Yeah, I think there's loads of ways you can do Instagram. Show yourself but not show your face. Like you can show your hands, you can show yourself putting something on We're the wall. We're actually doing advice to ugly artists right now. Just giving advice to people who might be think, shy. I don't think there's such thing. Camera shy. I don't think there's such thing as um, anxiety. But then you kind of sit there going, "Oh, everybody else is putting their face on their Instagram and showing themselves in that." Yeah. But I'm too anxious to do it. Why? So start like. Because some people are. I feel like I used to be. Because it is easier to just upload your artwork, isn't it, than to, like you feel like you're bloody performing sometimes. I think, I think the thing people like is a personality yeah and it's about your lifestyle and yeah. it's not just about the art yeah especially with social media people are looking for someone to follow and mm. they're being nosy like yeah what, yeah what do they do what do yeah. they like that's true doing? actually that's true it is kind of like being nosy really isn't it like the podcasts i listen to they're like really yeah. personal talk yeah. about what they do their day-to-day habits and stuff mm. so talk about that yeah you don't have to talk about specific locations mm. but i think it helps definitely yeah i've got yeah definitely yeah i get good feedback from that stuff yeah and humor people find yeah you've got to entertain people i feel like yeah that's the thing it's like you feel like the most is when Obviously, yeah, the most important thing is just producing artwork and making quality artwork. artwork. That's the main thing. But um, don't scoff at the idea that you, like, content creation is, like, a bad thing. Yeah. I think it is. No. I go through big phases of, like, being really consistent with it and then not posting anything for months. That is honestly my... What? My thing. That's it. And I need... I'm getting back into it now. But again, all my travelling stuff, I haven't posted a single thing. Oh, yeah, no. Where have you been travelling? 
so I did East Asia and I've just got loads of like really beautiful images from that stuff that's inspired I've seen some pictures yeah I've literally done like I, I did my stories um, but I haven't actually posted anything to my page because I look back at it in like five months of like travel photos and videos and stuff I'm just finding it really intimidating so I don't know how to like I know it's stupid. It's like, just post something. Yeah. And then I go to do it, and I'm like, oh, but what, what, what? But I need to just do it. So, but I have put on my board, like, post on Instagram at least once a week. Uh-huh. And then that'll start me off. And then I, you know, it's just getting back into the I routine again. Not, I have to stop myself from doing it. Realising it's not that deep. I just have... post whatever. No yeah. one's, someone's going to see it for half a second and then not remember it again. People remember it. Yeah, but generally... People people take it. They're like, yeah, I remember that. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, that was a good picture of a... Mm. Of a monk. Of a Buddhist monk. Do you have the hots for Buddhist monks? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. But thanks for asking. That's an important question. That was, like, a very important question, yeah. So... But no, I don't. What's your obsession with them? I don't know. Why have I been talking about Buddhist monks so much? Why? Why? How have they come up so much in this conversation? I don't know, man. It is what it is. But yeah, I need to use the travel stuff more. I'm just not good at... I'm just not good at posting. Can't do it. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I need to get back into it. And I will. Because the workshop I did, my friend took some really good photos. Um, and it's getting me... It's just getting me excited about posting again. Like, I'm not seeing it as some daunting task anymore. I'm seeing it as like, yeah, I can do this, I can do this. And it doesn't have to be exhausting. I don't have to set... Because I used to, like, set up the tripod and get the good angle and all that. And you can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. What but I think you don't have to start out like that. You can just post whatever. What is the point of it? What? Social media? Yeah. Who knows, man? It's a tool. That's the way exactly. I see it. It's a tool. I have to keep reminding myself that it's a marketing tool. Yeah, basically. Also a way of meeting people. Yeah. And networking. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that a lot of the time you just look at it. Yeah. And nothing happens. Yeah. And you're being sold things and ideas about who you are. Yeah. I don't think that's very good. Sometimes I look back at the, on, on how many things I've implemented in my life, yeah. even if they're so small, based off things I've seen on Instagram. Like what? I don't know. It'll just be like anything. It'll be like advice on how to cook something or mm. advice on how, like what jeans to buy. Like I don't know. Just like today, little... How inspired by social media was your outfit today um so the new balances i definitely saw on social media mm-hmm. these gray new balance 990s and i was looking for some new trainers anyway because mine have um, i wear my trainers to absolute death like i'm not someone who needs 10 pairs of trainers i just need one good pair and then i'm sorted um but i wasn't going to buy them for 200 pounds so i found them on vintage Whoa. found them on vintage for 50 200. And they're a bit, you know, a bit beat up. I don't mind. Um, Two hundred quid. Yeah, man. For trainers. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. 
so yeah i i definitely i like i saw these on instagram and then again a lot of the influencers or whatever that i follow mm. um they had these shoes as well um and i was just like yeah i like those and then like i feel like generally i hate saying y2k but it is, isn't it? Like the baggy jeans. Y2K. Yeah, I've got like baggy jeans. Or like vintage, vintage Year stuff. Year 2000. Yeah. Or like fleeces. Like I wear fleeces. I like gawpcore. So there's loads of different things. I've gone off gawpcore. I think it's what sad people were. You were such a gawpcore person. Mm-hmm. I sold some stuff. I got rid of it. Arcteryx. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you that I get chatted up on vintage when I'm selling stuff, people buy stuff and they try and like chat me chat up. Chat you up. And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. But I've seen this and I've seen that the gays are quite liking the fact that I model my own clothes on there. So I've, you know, I'm, I'm going for it there just so I can sell more. Fair enough. I know my audience and if it's, if it's the gays, it. then I will perform. Pursue the it. I get the money. Do it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? You've got a target audience. Got target audience. Well, yeah. That's it. But yeah, no, I. But I like go towards those kinds of styles because comfort is the most important thing to me. So if I can dress yeah. comfortably, and feel like confident in the items that I have, that's why I like to walk because it's like it's outdoor wear, isn't it? Yeah. Fleeces, sort of baggy, rain jackets. Stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Practical. Practical. Comfort. Yeah, yeah, practical comfort, that's it. That's, that's me. Yeah. That's I'm trying to look smart. Yeah. Uh, but it's still comfy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I'm um, going to get a suit. But oh, yeah, I want, you want to be super comfortable. I want it to feel yeah. like I'm wearing pyjamas. Yeah, like exactly. I want to be really comfortable. Like, I never, ever, ever want to be uncomfortable, really. But to be fair, there was a line. Like, I remember, I don't know, maybe last year... My whole routine was getting up, coming to the studio and going home, which is great. That's what I do. No, that's great. But, like, because of that, I used to tell myself, like, oh, I don't need to care about what I wear. I don't care about what I wear. I can just throw anything on, be super comfortable, get in, because it might get paint on it and that kind of thing. Um, But I realised after doing that for so long, like, I would just put, like, leggings on and a jumper on and a jacket, whatever. Um, I didn't feel like so confident i didn't realize that but i just didn't feel so confident uh, i think it can affect yeah yeah even though even though as soon as you get to the studio what i do anyway gets changed straight away into my painting clothes right so you know yeah yeah that's what i mean that's why i thought it's no big deal but there is something there's like a little ritual when you pick out what you want to wear even if you wear it just for the journey to the studio that's for me anyway, personally. Like, you know, if you're walking in town, you need to pick up something from town. Like, there's just like, it's like those little things where build your confidence a little bit. I've got, like a, I've got a uniform that I usually wear. Yeah. Which is basically just a work wear, trousers. Yeah. Shoes that have already got paint on. Your dickies. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, braces. So, because mm. they're comfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like those braces. Sweatshirt. Um, yeah, but I style it. But, like, you feel good in it. Yeah. Like, it's still really comfortable. Style it. It's better than wearing my trackies. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you could wear joggers and, like, sometimes I, I'll, like, you know, yesterday I came in in my leggings and that. 
Sometimes I'll do that. I was judging you hard. Yeah, you were judging. You're like, are you going to yoga? It's like, no, I'm not going to yoga today. But, um, so yeah, sometimes I will do that, but most days I will actually now make an effort to actually give a shit about what I wear and like actually put it together. What, it takes like 10 minutes or something to put something together that you feel nice in? Takes me about five. Yeah. I know what goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty quick. That's it, that's it. Chuck it on. I'm efficient. Out the door. Yep. Then I'll forget something. Yeah. But yeah. Clothes and art, it's all one thing. And everything. And it's all about destroying the ego. Mm. Not putting yourself in a box. A bit of ego is good. Discipline. Balance. Confidence is good. I don't know. I just, I just think it's balance, isn't it? There you go. Yeah, because you can't have this big ego, can you? I feel like that's not. Like, there's a difference between having a big ego and not meeting those expectations, like not living up to that big ego you're preaching about. Mm. But then actually putting in the work to achieve those goals. Yeah, no one really cares what you chat about. No yeah, if you don't show results. Yeah, the results matter. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you will go around going, I'm the greatest, and this, that, and the other. I did that's my, that's like my morning routine. Yeah, yeah, it's manifestations, isn't it? I get up in the morning, I'm the greatest of all time, I'm best of ever is. Yeah. I'm basically just, like... Motivation. It's like a Mike Tyson thing. Yeah. Just get after a fight. Yeah. It's like, I am Jack Dempsey. Mm. Nah. Oh, great of all time. I yeah. have impeccable taste. Yeah. And yeah, and I like punch in the air and I go for a run. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I feel really good. Now I come here and do work, get yeah. stuff done, and eat right and do all the good stuff. The and it's like if you didn't say that to yourself, mm. your day might go a bit different. You might do the same things, but you won't, might not push yourself. Negative talk doesn't help yeah. anyone. Yeah, do exactly. Exactly. It doesn't help you feel good, so yeah. you shouldn't do it. That's why on that, you know, on that board at home, that consistency board I've got, I've got loads of different things like that, but the main one is don't think about it, just do it. See, negative talk feeds into, like, ego isn't necessarily uh, always, like, an arrogant thing. Ego yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the self. And yeah. It's the idea you have of yourself. Yeah. It's who you think you are, or who you think other people mm-hmm. think you are. Yeah. And something you live up to. So if you're... Yeah. If you think you're like this sad, depressed person and you talk about yourself negatively, that's your ego. That's what you're going to be anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fuck Yeah, you. so that's what I was saying. It's like the difference between... Like, chatting... Like, you're all talk or whether you actually get stuff done. Or like arrogance, like you said. Arrogance is probably the word I was looking for. I like it. I like to protrude. 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 Portray? Protrude. <laughs> Confidence. Well, I don't know what you're going to say. Confidence. Protrude. I think it's portray. It's protrude. Do you know what? I think protrude means like sticking out. Yeah. Okay, which I guess, yeah, I guess could work as well. It's like a hard on. <laughs> yeah. How's that? Protruding confidence. Portraying confidence. I, I convey it. 
convey confidence, yeah. I... And then live up to it. That's the difference. I, um, I sweat. You sweat. Uh... What, what's the word? Radiate. Yeah, yeah. Radiate. You sweat confidence. Spire. You can smell it when you walk in. It smells good. It smells Stinks. like a Zimayaki, uh, perfume. Is it Miyake, yeah? Yeah, that's what I wear. Nice. Yep. Nice. I always smell good. I never notice. If you want me to be 100% honest, I never notice. That's also a good thing. But maybe I'm, like, used to it. So I don't smell it. Used to the Do you nice switch thing. up your spray? Maybe you should switch it up. I think you're supposed to switch it up. Are you? Because you can go a bit nose blind. I like if it. If someone wears the same scent all the time. That's who I am. It's part of me. Yeah, I guess so. I suppose I could start getting that like nice Tom Ford one. What's it called? Black one. Yeah, I think I know that one. But yeah. What did you want to talk to you about? Travelling. Travelling. Is that what you want to talk about? About relationships. And how they can be, I don't know, advice about them. Advice about relationships? Yeah. Okay. What have you learned? What do you know about them? What do I know about them? I don't know. I mean, I feel like we spoke about it a little bit. Like, you need someone who is going to keep pushing you when you slip. Yeah. Or, like, you push them when they're slipping a little bit. Because it's only natural that you do. Like, you pick each other up. You know, boost each other's confidence. I'm not, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about like platonic. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, definitely. And I think that what I've learned this year is that embracing uh, my my actual mates a bit more and yeah. trying to check in on them a bit mm. more and actually make an effort to meet yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes, makes everyone makes oh, everything yeah. better. 100%. Yeah. Do you know what? It's funny you say that actually because my best friend, uh, literally since we were at school, we went to uni in Manchester. We lived together, everything. Um, she literally lives five minutes from me in Leicester. Yeah. Um, before I went travelling, so I went in March of this year and I came back in July. Um, before then, we never really saw each other because, you know, she's working a lot, a bit, you know, busy life, whatever. And then we didn't see each other for five months. And we realised how much we missed each other. Mm. Like, really, really missed each other. Um, and especially because of the time difference as well. I think oh, I was like... Yeah. Yeah. I know it sounds ridiculous because you get so used to the person being so close. You're just like, oh, whatever. We can see each other whenever. And then you never see each other. Hmm. Like, we used to talk all the time. Texting every day. All of that. Um, but then, yeah, I went away, obviously, for five months. And we realised how much we missed each other's physical presence. Um, and then, obviously, me being seven hours ahead as well. That was... Like, she was still doing the rest of her day while I was asleep. Um, and we came back and we were like, no, we need to do something at least once a week. Yeah. At least once a week, we need to see each other. Yeah. And actually be in each other's physical presence. Um, you know, so... Do you I do think, that now when you're yeah? back? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, literally since we've been back, um, yeah, we see each other. Like, I literally saw her two days ago as well. Yeah. Yeah. So even if we just. So me and my mate Dan. Yeah. Try and, uh, me up, me up regularly. We would go and like have pizza. Yeah. Every every like 
weeks every week or every yeah. couple of weeks and then stops for a bit mm. maybe because I was really busy doing stuff and then it's just trying to find a time but then I was like bloody hell yeah it's been a month yeah so then we went climbing the other day and we're like we really, oh, yeah, I saw we really that. need to make sure yeah. that we uh, that we carry this on especially yeah. throughout the winter yeah my exactly. big thing is when, when it's winter you get all depressed because mm. you get seasonal affective disorder affective disorder yeah yeah like it's called literally called sad. sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I've been sleeping in because of because it's cold and dark. Yeah, same. And I like to wake up early normally, mm. but I'm just trying to. It's yeah. harder. Yeah, your body just needs to recalibrate. Yeah. Yeah. To get ready for it. Yeah. But no, you're right. Especially in these months, it's important. And you don't have to do anything. You don't have to go out for dinner every time if no. you're strapped for cash. Just go to Joseph's house. Go for a walk. Like, um. Me and her went to yoga one week. We go get hot chocolate sometimes, which is what, like a few quid? You know, doesn't have to be anything big and dramatic. It's just spending time with people that you're close to. And I've always said my circle now is very, 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 very small. Like really people who are really genuinely, like not your family, I'm talking about platonic friends or like yeah, whatever relationships, so whatever. Around them, yeah. You could be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's important, if you can, to actually physically see those people regularly. I'm trying to, especially with my best mate, John, I normally see like once a year. Yeah. Uh, but I, I realise in my head, I'm like, ah, it's, not, it's only like a couple of hours drive away. Right, yeah. I could easily go and yeah. see him more often. And it's like your brain just makes any excuse not to do it because it takes a bit of effort. But it's, you have to organise, because other people have got jobs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which uh, can make it harder. Yeah. Like I've got friends in Liverpool um, who we're really, really close and I miss them all the time. Mm. And it's just Liverpool, like it's what, two trains. Um, but again, I only see them once a year because that's when like all of us can be free and, you know, which obviously is still something, but I definitely could make effort to, because they all live there. So I could definitely make more effort to go there and spend some time with them, even if it's like for the day or two, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's something that's playing on my mind. You yeah. know, you know what I mean. Mm. So, I think that is very important, and you're right, especially in the winter months. I think sometimes you can get into a uh, a re- new relationship, mm. even if it's just like a new platonic one, and then forget about your actual friends. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. No, you can. Yeah. It's like I, I find that. Yeah. Uh, but I try and to make sure sh- I'm sh- make sure I'm aware of what I'm doing but then like it's about not over analyzing yeah every action every action you yeah, do yeah 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 true where you're not enjoying you're not present you're just like oh I'm doing this so I can't do this mm. oh I don't know whatever yeah yeah it's true yeah Analyzing. Yeah. Do you analyze things do I analyze you do? analyze too much. Do you like journal or think about things and try and deconstruct them and figure out the meaning of them? So. You just do it in your head. Um. Okay. Let me think. Let me analyze that question. So specifically journaling, I was doing consistently for a while. Yeah. And then in my head, I was like, oh, I'm all right. Like, I'm all right. I don't need to journal every day. And then I had a day and it was really, really bad. 
like all of this stuff came up and I was crying um which is fine I feel like that happens but journaling consistently would probably really help with that so I think with that I wasn't analyzing anything I was just I don't want to say being present because I think being present and analyzing things aren't mutually exclusive like they're not the opposite of each other I suppose if you're Um, doing the writing down it's yeah it's just uh doing a record of the day yeah you weren't doing you you know you weren't analyzing things as you go yeah throughout the day but yeah now I suppose I don't I I think maybe I try not to overanalyze things or not even overanalyze just analyze anything I mean I probably do maybe subconsciously or like I said earlier you know when I'm I try and clock myself now when Mm. I think something and then I tell myself wait a minute like you don't need to be that judgmental you don't need to be that negative you don't need to be that rude or whatever like that so maybe that I do consistently do and I practice that um but I don't know then the other half of me I guess just wants to stay present and not analyze things and it's things happen I suppose when it comes to like self-improvement maybe Mm. um you can look at things that you do that could be improved and you can analyze those I suppose maybe I do that um but yeah I wouldn't say I overanalyze things too much like I try and be fair and I try not to I try and catch myself if I think I'm looking into something too much but no journaling I should do I should do because I like doing it in the morning yeah and I haven't done it for ages yeah but I kind of like routines mm. and that's good I, I also like reading in the morning yeah I find that's a really nice thing to do in the morning yeah I'm out of that a bit but I'm going to get back into it I feel like that gives you a good kickstart for the day because then you're like you know what I've journaled and I've read something if you read something that's gets you in the right mindset for the day yeah like if you read for instance Marcus Aurelius Meditations mm. Race. oh yeah I read about that in your zine so he's like he'll say things in that that'll just save it for the day basically yeah he'll be like you're gonna have to deal with a lot of bullshit today mm. but don't worry about it yeah sort of thing yeah. that's very simplified talk. yeah yeah but uh, yeah don't worry about it yeah you're gonna die so you know what I mean? Don't worry too much. It's a good thing to to to, to uh, meditate on as well as the fact that we're all going to die. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing with your life? You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's true. Worrying. That's true. What are you worrying for? Worrying is... You're going to turn to fucking dust one day. Yeah, I try not to worry a lot anymore. You know what I mean? Like, every time I start to worry about something, yeah. I'm like, what is the point? Like, yeah. It's going to happen the same either way, whether I worry or not. What can you change and what can't you change? That's it. That's, that's how you have to look at things. That's what stoicism is. Yeah. It's about being aware of what you have control of and what you don't. And mm. the only thing you truly have control of is your, yourself and yeah. your actions that's and how you, how you respond to things yeah. and how you react to things. Exactly. If you can learn how to control your emotions, mm. and that doesn't mean suppressing them. Yeah, yeah, It of just course. means not acting with your emotions and like irrationally or whatever and losing self-respect yeah and being in control like not you get a knee-jerk reaction but then you're like mm, wait a second yeah yeah 
It's literally that wait a second moment yeah. that makes the biggest difference. Like, you don't have to react to something immediately. You cause more damage that way. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I've done that, but you learn from it. Yeah, you learn from it. I used to be oh, the same. Sure. Especially, I feel like I'm quite an emotional person. Like, I'm quite a sensitive person, I think. I'm not. So, so I really am. Yeah. Like, things make me cry very easily. Maybe I am sensitive, um, but I don't... I don't cry very easily, but... Yeah. I don't know. I just... I'm aware of things. Yeah. I think things get to me very easily, whether it makes me cry or not. But, like, even things like... Like, when I go for a walk and I see something really beautiful, something, like, poetic that helps me romanticise my life. Yeah. Makes me see the beauty of life. I like that. Like, that makes me emotional and that kind of thing. That reminds me of when I was in B&Q. Yeah. Do you see a really nice hammer? No. Um, or a brick? No, there was just, like, uh, some parents with their daughter yeah. choosing, like, colour of paint for a room. Aww. And, like, that, um, that, that yeah. made me, like, yeah. oh, that's a nice yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's, that's yeah. a nice moment. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it's brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, like, that is very sweet. Yeah. I feel I like that's like, a right of passage. I can't wait to do that. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to stop you there. Go on, desperate for a pee. Oh, okay. You're such a man spreader, you know that. What? Such a man spreader. Oh, it's because I have a you know, consistency. Big member that I don't want to squeeze. Okay, fair enough. Sorry. Fair enough, mate. My granddad called me Jake the Peg. Do you know what Jake the Peg is? Do you know what? I don't actually want to know. Oh. It's this character that Rolf Harris used to play. Oh, Rolf Harris. A three-legged man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Jake the Peg. Jake the Peg. Yeah, I think I'm... Jake the Peg. I think I remember that. Can I talk about your colour use right now? Yeah, Because I'm seeing consistent colour use. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. But Why? Describe what you're seeing. So, what I'm seeing at the moment in a lot of Jack's paintings is very, very vivid, very saturated, uh, especially this like turquoisey teal, yeah. green, which is actually my favourite colour ever. So, I'm very drawn to it. That one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, those, what would you say? That is like a magenta y, burgundy. The red? Yeah. I'd say it's like... Because yeah, it's, it's kind of like and more... And those are in crimson? Yeah. Because it's more like a bluey red, isn't it? Um, a bluey red? A bluey red. But I would say that, that red you're using leads to more blue as opposed to yellow. This red is uh, really nice red to use. I like to use it a lot. And it's just good for layering. Yeah. And if you... Put that on and then put the like blue over the top it makes a nice mm. really dark purpley color yeah uh, why am i using big vibrant colors because yeah of course all your works you're using right now i'm sick of not using them mm. and i think that it's hard to like use a lot of different colors in the same painting so yeah. i'm trying to do that on yeah. purpose and yeah. i'm trying to avoid making mucky colours by mixing them all together. Yeah. But I'm seeing how many colours and stuff I can get in there, I guess. And they're supposed to be sort of psychedelic feeling. 
They're yeah. inspired by these micro photographs of oh damaged cell tissue. So they've got like kind of a morbid, uh, inherently morbid sort of theme, which is important to me to think about death and to think about illness and disease. Yeah. Because it's something I'm always thinking of and trying to, you know, um, not fix, but I just try to be aware of it so that I live in the moment more. Yeah. So I catch myself slipping. I'll be mm. like, like I'll be scrolling on my phone or something. Mm. And I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? You yeah, yeah. You get like, that wasting your life. Yeah, yeah. And go on yeah. a walk or something. Yeah. I go out for a, go on even a drive. Mm. Sometimes I just go. Sometimes I just up sticks. And I'm just like, right. I'm I'm gonna go on a drive. Yeah. A couple of hours into the middle of nowhere and go on a walk mm. in a national park by mm. myself. So I can like be at one with the earth a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? This is brilliant. What yeah. How am I doing sitting around when I can do this instead? Yeah. It's better. You're right. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah. It's, it's never, kind of ironic how. Say that again. Never guaranteed. No, never guaranteed. Why not wake up? That's shit. Yeah, man. It's also a good reason to seize the day. Like it's kind of I'm finding this. Um these images that you've got in this book yeah. is kind of, I don't know if ironic is the right word? Ironic. Like how beautiful they are. They are beautiful, yeah. But, and they're literally tumours. Yeah, they're close-ups. Of, yeah. Um, they're like cross-sections of tissue that have been stained with like... Uh, like iodine and stuff. Uh, yeah, like acid and yeah. shit to yeah. make them more beautiful looking. Yeah. So you can, so that uh, I don't know what you call them, histopathologists, I, th- I suppose, could look at them and um, say, oh, yeah, that looks a bit odd. Yeah. You can see that. Here's some tablets or we we'll need to operate or whatever. That is so beautiful. Yeah. Like, they're really detailed. It literally says hemorrhage yeah. into... Atheromatous. They're good names for paintings. Yeah. As well, I think. I like the idea of cross sections. I've always liked the idea of cross sections. Yeah. So, I suppose I could sort of say that the the paintings are like cross sections. Yeah. Of moments or dreams. Where was this from? On the floor. On the floor. Also, look at this as well. What Big book. Big book. It's called oh Desert Air by George Steinmetz. Steinmetz. Wait, did you do a post on this? Yeah. I'm pretty. Yeah, about, I think I remember. Uh, no, I made a post about the Afar depression, and there was a picture in there of the Afar yeah. depression in Ethiopia. Yeah. Which is an extreme environment. Yeah. Um, where there's like I don't know, it's not hypersaline. There's just lots of different chemicals going on, geysers yeah. and things. Yeah, and it creates that colour yeah, it was like, like they're really vivid yellow or something sulphur that was it calcium all kinds of different chemicals going on make strange things it's uninhabitable mm. it's, it's an odd environment yeah, yeah. yeah that was like um, so I was reading uh, from a charity shop I found all these National Geographics mm-hmm. so many of them for like £4 um, like £4 for all of them wow and it, there was one that was it was talking about Yellowstone and the environment in Yellowstone and it was talking about a similar thing like the 
the microbiology there is so specific to that area that there's only colours in nature that are produced there. Yeah. Um, it's pretty sick. Yeah. And I, I, do you know what? I need to find it. And maybe I'll bring it in so you can have a look at it. But it was talking about all of it. Uh, and the scientists investigating the cells of those plants and that kind of thing and the microbiology over there. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was really interesting. And so I think sometimes... So, no, go on. No, you, you no I was just going to say, like, sometimes as, an, as like a creative person, sometimes I give myself this narrative, which is really defeatist, which is not true. Mm. Um, it's like, oh, scientists are more important to the world than we are, and that kind of thing. You get those kind of negative, intrusive thoughts. Um, but it doesn't mean you can't appreciate or study or acknowledge all of those kinds of things. I don't know, and then bring it into your artwork and completely look at it in a completely oh, different I way, do you know? That. I'm trying to do that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do with the Man Up book. Yeah. It, this is a thing, you can get existential as an artist because you don't see the purpose in it, but the purpose, there is a purpose to it because if people are interested in it, mm. it gives them something to do and it gives them a new way to perceive the world. Yeah. And if that gives them a, a new way to perceive the world, then they're going to enjoy life more. Yeah. So it has a good knock-on effect. And when people are happy and when people are entertained and when they perceive life in a positive way, mm. they're going to live longer. So yeah. you're a doctor of sorts. Yeah. You're helping people to live healthier, more vibrant lives. Like, I don't make any claims that I'm going to be able to save someone's life. I am. But, no, I mean in, like, this, <laughs> like the physical sense. Like, you can't... I, we're not going to be able to cut a tumour out, are we? No, but I mean, but like the tumor of negative thought. Yeah, I guess so. You no, know, I think that. I suppose that's where mental health comes in then. Honestly, and art like, and creativity yeah. and the connection between that and mental health. Mental, I think it plays such a, a huge. Thing. Yeah, definitely. I think that I think the, the um, the nece- the necessity for art and creativity, in that area, is really lacking and are really undervalued. Because in, I think I spoke in, what? in mental health space. Mental health space. Because, is it? like, I think so. I think giving people the space to be creative, like, like I know I spoke last time about the workshop that I did. Yeah. Um, and it was all these women that have suffered from anxiety, suffered from PTSD, and they consistently come and do creative workshops for free. Yeah. Um, and the enjoyment that they had, and they said the the comfort that they felt. Um, from me just uh, giving them a space to play and giving them positive reinforcement you know that's going to help massively to their mental health you know so and yeah and we like we already know that mental health obviously affects you physically you know you, like cortisol all yeah. of your what do you call it Cortisol is a stress hormone. You yeah, need, you yeah, need it. exactly. It, it helps people get out of bed in the morning. If, mm-hmm. if you're if you're all misaligned and your hormones are all fucked, yeah, then you're not gonna have a good time. No. So that's why you have to look after every, everything. Yeah. Is, is in is it but symbiosis? Yeah. Everything's like consistent stress, yeah. consistent imbalance in your hormones and your mental state and the chemicals going on in your brain. It's going to affect you physically. Like, I know directly, like, with my Crohn's, for example, um, when my flares happened, um, it usually coincides with severe anxiety and depression. Yeah. Um, I literally, without a doubt, when I was having my flares, they were all present, all of them. Um, 
So obviously, so Crohn's mainly affects your gut, it affects your immune system. Um, and looking back, I'm not surprised what one bit because they all go together. Like your gut, if, you're, if your body's constantly releasing adrenaline and cortisol because you're stressed and you're anxious, mm-hmm. it's not going to make your gut microbiome healthy because it doesn't need to send anything there. Then you suddenly, you get weaker, lost loads of weight, like in yeah. lots of pain and all that. And it all goes together in one thing, you know? Mental health, mate. Mental health. I do I do think art is lacking in that space. I think people don't give the space enough for art. It's not funded enough. Um, I think it's seen as a hobby or seen as a dream. And I don't think the value of how much it can help people uh, really is, is... As a hobby, though, it's used, like, used just doing something. Oh, so yeah. Okay call it a hobby yeah oh yeah of course definitely uh, but i mean in term of like if you have the luxury of the time to do that kind of thing like as in it's not right no i think no creativity is a necessity isn't it yeah Maybe. i think Maybe so say that. It, yeah it, it, but it, i mean it's viewed in that way i think it's viewed as a luxury especially for children yeah mm. we encourage it because it without creativity i don't think we get anything done yeah. and you have to i mean it's how how and why we pursue things. I, what am I trying to say here? I mean, we wouldn't. We'd all be wearing the same things, right? Yeah, yeah. We'd, yeah. We'd, we'd all be saying yeah. the same things in agreement. Creativity is the reason. I think everything would be very sterile. We have cures to certain diseases and things, mm. right? Because scientists have had to use that creativity yeah. to find new. Um, yours yeah creativity um, isn't just picking up a paintbrush and dipping it in paint it's everything and I think do you know what I can't remember where this quote is from and I will try and find it but it was like doctors and scientists and that kind of thing they keep you alive but then stuff like this is your reason for living there's no point being alive if the rest of your life is going to be devoid of anything creative like when you sit down on your sofa, someone's designed that sofa. When you watch TV, there's been a whole production design, set design, makeup artists, all this kind of stuff. When you watch a show, someone's written the show. Yeah. Like when you pick the colours of your walls, like all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Well. Even parks and gardens have been oh, yeah. landscape designers and that kind of thing. You well, know? gardening is so good for you, I think. Yeah. If you've got a garden. Yeah, if you've got a garden. Mm, really good. And even if you don't house plants as a quote I like actually it goes something like um, build a beautiful garden Mm. Um, something something. oh fantastic (laughs) I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life that's going to change my life (laughs) build a beautiful garden uh Something to do with butterflies. So oh, yeah. Don't try and catch the butterflies. Don't try and chase them. Yeah. Build the garden and they will come. Yeah. And even yeah. if they don't come, you've got a beautiful yeah, garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I yeah. love that quote. Yeah. And it's how I think about... Um, I think it's how a lot of people think about working out and eating, right? Mm. Because like, you've got to work on yourself. And at least you'll have this yeah. functioning body that's healthy yeah, yeah, yeah. and happy. Yeah. Even if you don't attract yeah. what you're trying to attract, yeah. you're attracting. Yeah, it's true. You, you feel like it's good. only going to be a positive, isn't it? Yeah. If you put that work in. And like yeah. the same about making paintings and stuff. Mm. 
like, oh, I want to have exhibitions and yeah. I want to sell lots of work, sure. Yeah. Enjoy the process of yeah. making it and the fact that you've made something, be proud of that. Yeah. Look, at, you've made something. Yeah. Brilliant. And you put effort into it and you put thought into it and it's quality and yeah. you've taken time. No point trying to... No point trying to paint and be like, oh, I wish I was having a solo exhibition and all this kind of stuff when you're not even focusing on the right thing. Yeah. You know? If you focus on that, then once you get that thing, what then? Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to fill the solo exhibition with? That's going to end and then you're going to be like, oh. Yeah. Okay, now I'm on life. Now what? What? It's the root of everything, isn't it? If if you don't enjoy the process and the journey, then you're just going to die. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you can die anyway, even if you enjoy yeah, it. <laughs> so might as well enjoy it. It's better though. Yeah. Like, people can sense, people are attracted to people that have a lust for life. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, You're going to attract the right type of people. Yeah. You're going to have a happier life. Yeah, I agree. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Right, that's why See I, the that's why I spend so much money on food. Like, good yeah, quality yeah. food. Yeah, 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 yeah. And experiences. Yeah, I agree. Rather than rather than things. Get rid of things. I want to get rid of a lot of things. Yeah. Get rid of them. I'm always looking for things I can sell that Mm. I've got that I don't need. I don't use. Remember my parking, but it's fine. Um. You need to. No, I thought I thought it was, but I've got another hour. Um. Yeah. Twenty past three. Um. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I've gotten to that point where I'm like, I need to... Like, yes, I need to be careful, but I'm not going to be stupid with my money. But if there's something I really want, especially when it comes to food, actually, like, if there's something I really want to eat, I'm just going to get it. I really wanted to try a lobster, so I brought a oh, lobster. Oh, yeah, you got a lobster. I actually, I had lobster, steak, and champagne by myself. All in, in one sitting? In my house. I've had it before. Yeah. I've had lobster and steak out I've never re- had lobster. Restaurant. It's lovely. It's sort of, sort of creamy. Does it taste like a shrimp? Salty sea. Not salty. I don't know how to describe it. It's nice. It's like fish. Mm, okay. You I'll don't get it. a lot. It's, I don't know if it's worth having it or not. Yeah, I thought you didn't get a lot. You don't get a lot. Um, but, you know, I just want to try everything. That's yeah. my thing. So yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, that's why I spend all my money on travel. Like, you know, I think we were talking about, I don't know when, I was like, you know, I'm not buying coffees out, I'm not doing this, because I know I can spend that when I'm away. I can yeah. spend that on flights. Yeah. And it's I, all going to add up. Me too. I'm, I'm and that's to, my whole thing. I want to travel more. I'm, yeah. I'm raining here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to create ways of making money where I don't have to be yeah. going to the post office. I yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. to be in the country. Mm. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's what I found when I was away. Everything stopped. Yeah. Like, like that I couldn't do anything. Uh, you know, like because I mean, obviously everything was based in the studio. Yeah. So I need to find ways where I can make money while I'm away. I always said to myself, like, oh, you know, remote working is, that's very, very difficult if you're a creative, well, if you're like a, a painter, like a physical... Like, you need a, a space and you need a lot of equipment and that kind of thing. But now I'm trying to look for ways where I can still, like, I can do digital things or I can take a small amount of things and do small-scale paintings or whatever. I don't know. Creative jobs that you can do remotely. That might not be what you think are going 
really good. Don't think about writing jobs. Don't think about employment. Think about what you can do yourself. Yeah. Because every time I've I've had doubts about whether things are going to work, but Mm. I've gone into them and then it worked out. Yeah. So if you just create something, people will respect the fact that you took time to make it, and they will buy it or engage with it. Yeah. So go go all in. Yeah, that's true. Invest in yourself. You know, we're so so quick to make a decision on it, like impulse buying, mm. like random tech and yeah. spending a thousand pounds on an iPhone. Yeah. But then we'll invest a thousand pounds in buying some materials or mm. some paint or like a suit. You invest in yourself and your own business. Yeah. You know, and that's going to pay off more. That's yeah, what it's about what's going to pay off, isn't it? And you. Even if it fails, you still try to learn something. Yeah. You've got to think that as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I, that's why I'm trying to dress up smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's my goal for the next time I travel. Like, because this time it was, it was my first big backpacking trip. Yeah. So it was all new. I was just open to it. But I did feel the loss of the studio a lot. And I did feel like, like, I loved it, don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's realistic. To do, unless you're super super rich to be able to go and only have outgoing no income whatsoever oh yeah for like that amount of time like obviously you can work for ages and then you know save but ideally you don't want to have to come back and work for a year to go on a five month trip like you want to just just go and still have some sort of income and there's loads of ways that like, you can work abroad you know you can work in hostels like there is loads of jobs you can do abroad um, but there are other ways as well, you know, if you want to keep doing things creative. Like, well, there's I'm... a lot of people who pay for, like, you know, murals, like hostels and things like that. Right. They'll give you, like, uh, a bed for, like, a week or something if you paint a mural on their wall or something really? like that. Yeah, or you host, like, events. Um, you can create your yeah. own residency then. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Where you're like, I will come here and I will do this workshop. Yeah. With people at the hostel, yeah, or hotel, yeah, whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah, because like, there's a lot of hostels out there that are very community. I mean, there's hostels for everyone if you want to be on your own or if you want to do things together. But a lot of them are like there's one in Pai in North Thailand, yeah. where they do like painting workshops and they do yoga. So a lot of people who are yoga teachers, they can travel a lot because there's always someone looking for a yoga teacher. You can teach that wherever you know. Um, so that's a good like certification to have your yoga certification. Yeah. Um, tattoo things artists. like that. Where you, yeah. Tattoo artists. Where you can travel, travel. abroad. Yeah. And do tattoos. You can do residencies across the globe. Yeah. You know, um, so there's loads of different ways you can do it. Like I keep I keep battling my brain between. Like, cause I think I said last time, like my family have done the traditional route, you know, university job nine to five or something the other, and then yeah. I'm the first one to kind of do anything different. Um, but I'm just like discovering all that. Like there is ways to do it. You know, like last time we spoke, like you, as long as you've got that goal in mind, yeah. you just do whatever you need to do to uh, make it happen. And if you want it, like same with travel, if you want to travel, there's loads of ways to make it work, you know? Working at hostels, doing jobs abroad, like... I mean, what I think I want to do is every night now make designs to put on t-shirts. 
t-shirts and bags and things. Oh yeah, yeah. That, uh, that are printed on demand and people can buy them off Etsy or Amazon or whatever and they just get printed and sent yeah. to them. I don't do anything. I just yeah, make yeah, designs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like fulfilled uh, it's like amazon fba fulfilled by amazon yeah like you're you're just being like a graphic designer type thing and then making designs yeah 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 t-shirts and mugs and stuff but you can do it on lots of different marketplaces your own website yeah you can uh link print on demand services to it i've been wanting to do like um tote bags and things yeah with um like you know my wall has got loads of marks on it from when i've done painting and stuff yeah. Um. I really want to scan. I don't know why I haven't done it. I've got There's some no reason whatsoever. Bags, yeah. yeah. Like I want to scan them. Uh, make a digital design out of them, and then. Screen print them or. No, because I think again, screen printing would is I'd have to be here for that. Oh. So do some kind of print on demand. Right. Service type thing. It would be C D T G printing. Yeah. Digital something something. I yeah. Know what it stands for digital yeah. print. Yeah. Uh, um, still good though. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the. I think before I do any more travel again, because I do want to do it, all of that stuff needs to be set in place for the next time. And I do want to work abroad as well. I do. I do. I'm get a job abroad. Doesn't matter what it is. Just want to pretend. Like, I'm a loke for a few months. Do you do that when you're abroad? Do you not like looking like a tourist? I mean, I don't care about that because I am a tourist. Some people are like, I, I must s- have an outfit on, but I don't look like a tourist. Oh, no, I don't really care too much about that. Then um, they end up looking like them anyway. Yeah, because they don't realise that everyone was whatever they want yeah, all the time. Yeah. And they're just seeing an idealised version of whatever that people are like yeah. over there. Yeah. Like, they basically. don't think... Italians wear band t-shirts yeah and have green hair of course yeah. they do they're into that yeah metal heads. everyone just wears whatever they want freaks like there's no consistent there's freaks like, style you know style but no like when I when I go travelling I like to slow travel like I won't go if I can't do that that sounds like an Instagram hashtag <laughs> hashtag slow I travel slow travel but if I can slow travel um, but it's true because then I, in my head, it's not worth going if I can't take my time. Like, one of my... Well, my best friend... We're going friend, to the loo. Huh? We're going to the loo? You wouldn't want to rush it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't want to rush that. It's good analogy, right? You know? Yeah. Like... Travelling's like going to the loo. Travelling's like going to the loo. If you have you to wouldn't do rush it fast... Put that on one of your tote bags. To be enjoyable. Put that on one of your tote bags. Alright. Travelling's like going to the loo. You don't want to rush it. Thank you. I want some commission for that. No. Thanks. It's on the podcast, so you've got witnesses. No. Um, but yeah, like my best friend who I was talking about, she went to Bali. Um, oh my gosh. She went to Bali, she went to Indonesia. Oh my God, that's Bali. Um, but she went for two weeks, which is still a really great amount of time. But she was doing like two days on Gilly Islands, two days here, two days here, two days here. Right. So um, quick. Yeah, so. I would rather wait when I've got a lot of time to go there and, um, like, take my time. And, like I said, like, when I was there... Um, Is that because she has a job? 
Yeah, because well, she, she works for someone else. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, so she could only take two weeks off. Um, but, like, honestly, there were so many days when I was travelling where my whole day would just be going to a coffee shop, doing my travel journal, um, walking around, yeah. chilling. That's what I do all the time. Well, yeah, it's, and it's really nice to do it because you'll have a day where you do loads of exploring. Like, you go and see all the temples or you go and see things like that. And then, I don't know, you just feel rushed off your feet. Like Vietnam, for example, Vietnam. you only get a 30... Well, when I was there, you only had a 30-day visa. Yeah. Um, so by the end of it, I was so tired. I was really, really tired. Like, literally used the full 30 days left on the 30th day. Um, and there was still more I could have done. Um, which was still amazing to have a month in Vietnam. Um, but it really is like... Three days here, two days here, four days here. Is it cheap there? Yeah, very, very cheap. Yeah, nice. Yeah, very, 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 very I think very there was cheap. an episode of Top Gear where they got suits High made. Van Pass. Oh, yeah. And they did that. We did that motorbike route. Wow. They did a High Van Pass motorbike route. It's an amazing... You don't have to do it. Um, but it's... So you're going from this place called Hoi An. Hoi An. To a, yeah, to another place called Hue. Hue. Uh, and it's this beautiful... I mean, if you've seen that episode, you'll you'll see the the motorbike journey that they do. Really, really beautiful. Go past the rice fields. There's can like you a, not hire a car? I mean, you can, but it's very expensive. Like, hiring a bike is, like a motorbike is, what's 250 baht? I'm pretty sure that's like five quid or something. Or six quid. Um, let me see what it is. Seems a bit dangerous. It's very dangerous. You fall off. People fall off. Yeah. People die. I don't want to do that. No, I think you would do it. I mean, I fell off and I've got a scar on my leg. But you know what? You get up again and it's fine. Yeah, so about £6. So for £6 a day, you can hire a motorbike. Wow. For the whole day. Um, You just get on the motorbike, wear your helmet. Obviously, don't be stupid. Like, there were a lot of stupid people. Yeah. Um, tourists, not locals. Um, but, yeah, it means you've got control over where you want to go. And there's a lot of places that are only access- are accessible by I'd bike. I'd just go slow and steady on Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I just went slow. Um, well, I actually left my hostel once 20 minutes earlier than my friends, and they drove past me on the way. <laughs> I was like, whatever, it's fine. I'm taking in the scenery. Um... But yeah, it was really beautiful. It is worth doing that. Um, Vietnam. Yeah. What's it called? Again? Same in like Thailand and all that kind of stuff. What Vietnam? Hanoi. Uh, Hoi An. Hoi An. Uh, to Hue, and Hue. that's the High Van Pass. Yeah. It doesn't take long. It takes altogether. It takes three hours to drive it, but there's like stops along the way, so mm. it's like a whole day thing. Mm. Like we went swimming in a waterfall. Um, we went to this really cool graveyard. Uh, called City of Ghosts um, really really beautiful like huge graves like the size of a house sounds a bit crazy it was a bit scary because we went like at sunset when it was getting dark Ugh. so like, I'm getting out of here um, but yeah like you drive past and there's people in the rice fields and yeah just really beautiful mountains everything like that mm. um, but yeah so I would encourage it if you have the time and if you have the money, uh, I think it's a great thing to do because it's that back to that thing like you literally could die tomorrow. 
So that's my, that's my thing. Like, I want to travel. Wouldn't want to die over there. No, you wouldn't want to. Well, I mean, you're dead then, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that that's my thing. At this point in my life, uh, that's a big goal of mine. Because um, I think I've only got one life. I'm only going to have, obviously, I hope to be healthy well into old age and able to do things. Um, but I want to do it now. Yeah, me too. While I've got the motivation do and some, energy. Uh, do some experiences. Yeah. So that's what my money thing is. Like, mm. spend it on experiences. Cool shit. Cool shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just checking my parking lane. Ah, oh, really? Okay. Bloody parking. Oh. No, it's fine. I've got ages. Um. Uh, I mean. But yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to spend my wealth on nice compound I think in the countryside where I live and make work mm. that's the uh, mm. that's the that's the kind of goal of the yeah minute. yeah yeah that's very nice yeah mm. I'm going to do that um, mm. next couple of years yeah I'm going to get a place in the countryside where I can drive to and have a couple of cars I'm going to have a studio yeah and I live there I'm going to have a dog that'd be pretty sweet bliss and I might like even bliss. get an espresso machine oh, yeah. because I can't like the idea of having one in my bedroom but the pods are expensive I don't care <laughs> that's true you're not going to care at that point because you can afford it I have an espresso machine on yeah, every man. corner of my fucking house I have one in your car I have one in my car I have one in the bathroom that I yeah someone I follow has that so in the bathroom? They, yeah, so it's just because they're I like, I have a coffee and then I do a poo. Yeah, that's what my logic. You're right there. It helps it. You're right there. Yeah. You know, you don't have to walk anywhere. Shit to shower. Coffee, yeah. shit to shower. Coffee, shit to shower, yeah. Yeah. That's You're not right rubbing it in. You just... Sh- sh- you get a bit of it off and then you hop in the shower. What do you think about that? You no, I have a full, like... You're a wipe... Yeah, before you go in the shower. <laughs> I'm not going to leave it. No, I'm not going to leave it, no. Like, <laughs> the majority of the poop off. Yeah, but um, if you're going for majority, you might as well just get all of it off then. Oh, yeah. But then you get in the shower and it's like... Yeah. yeah, then it's just like an extra clean. Nice. Yeah. I will always try and do a poo before I have a shower. Yeah, that's ideal, I think. I think it's not nice if you've had a shower. If it's later on in the day, whatever. But when, straight after. When travelling, did you find that difficult? What, going to the loo? Do you know what, actually? Okay, so, you know what? I, I, I don't know how. I'm very, very lucky, but I didn't get food poisoning at all when I was there. So that was good. Touch my brain and wood and everything, in case I go travelling and I get it again. But, um, yeah, no, it was fine. It was fine, didn't have a problem. There was a period of time where I didn't go for five days oh my goodness me but i was really like i had the flu mm. i caught the flu so i was in bed for like a week mm. so i think maybe that probably you're on your own yeah oh but i, I just hate it was that. fine because i just like the people who were there like i they did like lemon and ginger tea with like honey and 
you know, and because it wasn't food poisoning or anything, it was just like a, you know, I just needed to sleep and I could go, I could still go to the pharmacy and get stuff. And, yeah, it was fine. I would hate being ill in a country that yeah. I am not familiar yeah. with. Yeah, there was a lot of people, like, my friend, alone. she had, bless her, she had really bad, like, she had, she either had food poisoning or, oh, I can't remember what it was, norovirus? Oh, God. Yeah, so, yeah, poor thing, she had it really, really bad. Um, yeah. Um, poor thing. I know, I know. But it is very common. It is very common. Mm. I was lucky. Is that to when you eat poop? It. Do you get it from eating poop? <laughs> I don't think you get it from eating okay. poop. But I do. Obviously, it's like spread of germs and that kind of thing. So, right. which is a lot more common. Yeah. I mean, you can get it anywhere. So I don't know. Well, people in cities are pretty filthy. Animals, yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. And I think you know you just generally are more relaxed over there. Like you're just easy going. Oh, like, yeah, and then you don't clean your hands and then, <laughs> then you're you eat your, your food eyes, and yeah. And but like street food and all that kind of stuff. Like, nom, 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 nom. I think if you do go travelling, there's no point being afraid of eating street food. Eating. Well, obviously, you're not going to eat. Food. Huh? What? Street food. What's it? Straight food. No, straight straight food. Oh. Street food. Yeah, street food. Street food. Okay. Yeah, street food's great. Um, street food's gay. Street food's great. Oh. Why do you always do that? Um, but yeah. You know, we could talk the whole day. Huh? <laughs> Your podcast could be 24 hours. Yeah, it could be. It could be a rolling thing every yeah. day. Should we just say next week? We should have just spoken the whole week. Mm. Maybe we should do that as a challenge. How long can we keep talking about stuff for? I'd probably get sick of you. Mm, you'd probably fall in love with me. I don't think so. Well, yeah, the opposite. Yeah, hate me. Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. Probably get annoyed with you. You can't get annoyed with me. <laughs> it's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah, see, I already want to, I already want to punch you. <laughs> but no. No, it's good. It's good that we have these discussions. Important discussions. It's gone dark. It's gone dark, in it? What? <laughs> We're getting delirious now. Fuck like, yeah, I, my eyes are gone for it. Jack's making weird faces at me. I'm not. He's being racist. <laughs> How can I be racist? They're not going to know that you're not being racist. Wait, are you not white? No. I thought you were just tanned. Yeah, spray tan, man. Wait. It's a spray tan. Get out of my space. It's a spray tan. <laughs> it's a spray tan. I did, I did you think... You get them done every day. Orangey, yeah. Yeah. What's it? I just crush up what's it. Yeah, rubbed on my face. Blech. That's what Donald Trump does. Yeah. But he leaves his eyes out. Oh, I saw this woman earlier that had like all this... Like, uh, I looked to write at me. Are you going to be judgmental traffic, again? And she had all this uh, fake tan on. And I was like, bloody hell. So yes, you are going to be judgmental again. Is that judgmental? So that's the point where I would be like, well, I suppose it's not judgmental. I'm just going, oh. It's an observation. She has, yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An observation. That's a lot of... Uh, that's a lot of fake tan. Shit. And then you move on with your day. And her lips, like... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like the, the big lips as well. You know when they have the big lips? When they look like they've been stung by a bee. Stung by a bee? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like people. What do people do? Botox. Yeah. Is it Botox? In their lips. Lip filler. Lip filler. Is Botox and lip filler the same thing? No, it's probably. Yeah, I think Botox is put it in bonds. Just... I don't think you should put it in yourself. <laughs> Did they put Botox in bonds? I'm sure it's something they put in like missiles and things. Mm. Missiles. Multiple uses. Yeah. Would you ever get Botox? No. <laughs> what if one day when you're older you look For in the mirror? my wife maybe. <laughs> one day you look in you're the mirror You're looking a bit like a like... dog. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Halford, go and get a fucking facelift, you <laughs> disgusting Wrinkly, piece of shit. Wrinkly. That's how I would talk to my wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here! Get to the, the fucking plastic surgeon, you ugly bitch. That's what I would say. Yeah. That's what you would say? Yeah. I've already started taking Respectfully. my collagen. Because I'm scared of getting wrinkles. You're scared of getting wrinkles? Yeah, I'm on the collagen supplements. What's that mean? What do you mean? Collagen. Collagen? Sat. You know what collagen is? is Why it? are you playing dumb with me for? No, what is collagen it? Collagen supplements. Yeah, what is it made of? Um, so you can get marine collagen or you can get bovine. Mm, or cows. surely there must be like vegan. Although I think marine is from seaweed actually. Like it's not from, I don't know, you know. Sounds like a scam. But it's marine. But it's good for your joints and everything as well. So, Ooh. which if you have Crohn's, um, you can get early arthritis. Arthritis is so, not good. So like I sometimes get really, really, really bad joint pain. Yeah. Um, you know what's also good so for that's that? Glucosamine sulfate. Mm. Something, I can't remember the name of it, but I take okay. it because the bloke at the gym said I should take it because it's good for my joints. For joints and stuff. And the whole of the married people were like, yeah. You should take collagen as well then. Because it is really good for your joints. Like it's, stem it's cells. like all the jelly, like. I'd like to get some stem cells. What's that? I think it's when they get like a fetus and they take all the like the nice new chemicals out of the fetus and they like shove it in you. But what does it do for you? Gives you the power of the the the, the fetus. The, the fetus power. <laughs> so much power. There's a there's a South Park episode about it. It's a bit horrible, but uh. stem cells. I think they're just they're good at building new. Oh right. Parts and things. Yeah. And okay. Fair. Really Prompts growth. Like, new cell growth. Healthy cell growth. I like growth. I like abundance. Yeah. Abundance um, is key. Yeah. Wealth, health, abundance. Mm. That's what we strive for. Namaste, bro. Namaste. Om. Om. Yeah, yoga. Should we end our podcast with that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we are we end? ending it now? Do you want to? I don't know. I don't mind. Parking is up. 10 minutes. Send it now. Okay. So we're going to end it, ladies and gentlemen. With the sound of OM. The sound of OM. Do you know why it's OM before we do OM? Because no. I can't remember in... I'm like really bad at this. But they say it. It says... Because in like Buddhist culture or Ayurvedic culture or whatever, mm. it says the universe started with a vibration and that vibration was OM. Mm. So you make that vibration at the end of every meditation or sound bath or yoga session. Because you know if you do OM as well, if you close your eyes and your ears, the sat the OM is so much more powerful. Like, mm. yeah, right. Okay. But shall we end it with OM then? Yeah. Okay, big breath in. 
Okay, go. I'm not going to do it if you don't do it at the same time. Okay, One, two, Peace to Earth. Peace to Earth. <laughs> See you later, bitch.